from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, I'm Jordan Lee. And I'm Piet Levy, music writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Every week we talk about music coming into Milwaukee and the music coming out of Milwaukee. This is Tapped In. Hey, Piet, how are you, buddy? Great, Jordan. Really pumped for tomorrow night. We're yes. going to be having a, a show here, right Wisconsin here. Bands to Watch, Radio Milwaukee Studios. That's right. Uh, you guys have produced this for some time now. It's a really unique uh, kind of... I don't know, you're breaking the fourth wall. A lot of folks who consume the work that you and I do, it's maybe reading it on their screen, holding it in their paper, listening it on their radio, but you bring the show to life tomorrow night when your Wisconsin Bands to Watch list performs live on our stage. Yeah, so just for a little context, every year we have this annual list of the, the top up-and-coming artists from the state. Um, we did this last March, and those artists uh, include uh, Vincent Van Great, Telethon, Chicken Wire Empire, Zed Kenzo, and Crystal Knives. So on the story at jsonline.com slash music, we, you, you, we, I write about you know what makes these artists so special, yep. why they're really kind of buzzing up. We have exclusive performance videos. But, you know, you can listen to the music and watch the performance videos. I'm a big proponent for live music is really where artists can truly, truly shine. Right. And, uh, and, and we can do that with this show. And this is a wide variety of styles. I mean, you've got everything from like bluegrass to alternative hip hop to electronic. Uh, but all of them bring something unique and different to their performance. Yeah, exactly. So like Vincent Van Gray, you know, his stuff in the studio, it's it's really good, his, his recordings. But live, it's a very different dynamic because he'll bring the live band out to yes. his shows. So it's it really has a different feel to it. Um, Zed Kenzo, her EP is great and her new singles are really, really strong. And there's a lot of charisma in the recordings. But man, live, I think, is where she really thrives because she's just an incredible live performer, really electric, really intense. Chicken Wire Empire has a really good album that came out this year but again live for them and for telethon too you know live is really the way to experience these yes. acts because there's just so much power and electricity and uh, versatility that they bring to the performance that is captured in studio but it's really hard i think for any artist to kind of capture what they can do on stage when they're that good on stage like those two bands and a lot of the bands you just listed sometimes they're playing shows in uh places where it's a bar so there yeah. might be a restriction to access or yep. sometimes they're playing uh in times when people can't always get out to see shows you're setting this up where the entire community has full access to the show. Complete access. Yeah, I mean, it's an all-ages show. Uh, it starts at 8 o'clock, um, so, and it'll be done by 10.30. So, you know, pretty early night compared to a lot of the club shows right. around here. Um, and it's it's free, too. There's no cover. So anyone can just show up and check out these bands. It's You know, I'm really proud of... Um, the fact that I can write about music for the Journal Sentinel and write about local music for the Journal Sentinel, but then for us to be able to present this with, with you guys and have you know hundreds of people come from the community to check out these bands, support music in their backyard, and, and find new favorite artists that they can continue to support uh, throughout the years and years ahead, it, it just, it's really validating and, and really special, and it, it really shines a light on how special this music community is. Well, you can find the details online right now for this event at RadioMilwaukee.org. Or go to jsonline.com slash music and our Facebook page, too. You can find more details. Coming up next on the podcast, we're going to talk about Pink, the international pop superstar and the Milwaukee connection for the Pfizer Forum show coming up on Tapped In. Stay tuned. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. pride, pride. I gave you soft, I gave you sweet Just like a lion, you came for sheep Oh no, don't try to hustle me You took my love, mistook it for weakness I guarantee I 
She's one of the biggest pop stars in the world, and uh, she's bringing her show to Milwaukee. But there's always a part of Milwaukee in her show all over the planet. And uh, you got a chance to talk to Milwaukee native Kid Cutup, who is Pink's opening tour DJ. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Pink is going to be there, and Kid Cutup are going to be at Pfizer Forum tonight. That's right. Um, so you can go back to jsonline.com uh, slash music for the coverage, and also for my interview with Kid Cutup. Where you know this is an amazing story. Uh, uh, Timothy Zix's is real name, yep. and he started DJ. He fell in with this guy named Mad Hatter. Uh, <laughs> okay, AKA full disclosure. Yes, this is my one of my oldest and dearest friends yes. in the world. And he was saying that in the interview too. And he talked about how he used to. I think he lived with you guys and lived with you in the Sydney High building, and that's kind of yeah. where he got his start. Was with with you, basically. Correct. Yeah, we had a loft in the Sydney High building with uh, with John Swan, who at the time was in high school, and my buddy uh, James, who is now the uh, TM for uh, Travis Scott. Okay. So we've all gone on to do pretty cool things in yeah. the music industry. But as uh, teenagers, I think I was the oldest at 19. So okay. I, got the, I got the lease okay. on the City High building. <laughs> yeah. And we would host um, not only you know recording sessions in there and practice. We had a four turntable group. But also we would host uh, kind of after rap show events. Yeah. And we got to know a lot of the who's who in the Milwaukee music scene as teenagers through Sydney High. Yeah, exactly. So he really talked about how, the, how important that was to him, his development. And he really got to a point where he was just constantly DJing like oh, yeah. all over town just like really just a lot of hustle a lot of determination just trying to make it work trying to do DJ nights here DJ nights there and, and make a living off of it basically and he did it on his terms I mean at that time he and YB created the no request sound system mm-hmm. which was a unique way of doing before there was the phrase open format DJ which is now an industry standard for guys like Z Trip or Jazzy Jeff but before that didn't exist okay. so you would do a house music set or you would do a pop music set or you would do a rap music set that he yeah. wanted to do it all. Yeah. And Kid Cut Up very early pre-digital DJing had defined a style that actually translates perfectly into what his gig is now. Yeah, exactly. So, he, you know, he's really just really just a lot of hustle and years and years of determination. Ended up going to L.A., yep. I think, in 2011. But uh, he was still very much connected to Milwaukee. And he talked about how he uh, one of his first big gigs was at Summerfest yep. with you, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Wiz Khalifa show, yes. where I guess he said you were kind of offered this DJ gig and you thought you needed uh, kind of a right hand man for that one. Correct. And it turned out to be a massive show. I mean, if anyone was there, that was like one of the, the, the most gigantic crowds <sighs> ever assembled on the ground. There the were, bottleneck was insane. Insane. Yeah. There were kids who were there at 1230 yeah. standing in the front. Yeah. Almost like passed out by the time it was time for yeah. him to go on, but it just spanned. You couldn't see anyone as a sea of people. There was it was just shoulder to shoulder, way back to like the playground. Yes, and stuff. yes, like in the, yes. In the lakefront. I mean, it was just. I remember just trying to get through it, and it took forever just to get through. <laughs> and I was just literally, I was pressed against people just watching the show. It was nuts. And so you guys DJed in front of that Correct. nuts crowd. Yep. Um, but that kind of kept them in the Summerfest rotation. Yeah. And so that led to this pink opportunity, essentially, where pink. 
did this one-off show at Summerfest mm-hmm. a couple years ago. This was her first North American concert in like five years or something like that. Yeah, and it wasn't the huge leg tour either. It was a little more stripped down, but still a big concert. Yeah, and it, it was a great show because she still did the flying thing exactly. in the amphitheater, which was awesome. Touche. Um, there was still so flying. It was, it was still great. I thought it would be really, really stripped down. And, and she was a little bit rocky, but it was kind of endearing. Yep. Uh, it, it was still turned out to be one of my favorite shows that year. But uh, this was just a one-off deal, and they didn't have an opener. Um, so Summerfest contacted uh, Kikata yep. and asked if he wanted to do it. And he already had another gig at Summerfest that year, but he you know, changed his flight, flew in a little bit early, yep. did the show, and, and didn't really think much of it. He just thought it was kind of a show. I mean, it was a, it was a really good DJ set. It got the crowd amped up. Yep. But the manager caught the show, invited him to do another show in, in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, it was yeah, another yeah. kind of one-off, yep. like maybe a couple months later. Yep. And then he was invited to do three months, uh, three months of the tour. And now two years later, he's still touring the world with yeah. her. And he's become like the crowd favorite. In fact, I follow, uh, you know, on social media, sometimes I'll look him up, but not his account. Yeah. And people talking about him and the way he does what he does. You got to think about Pink's audience. You have such a wide variety of different kinds of fans. You yeah. have, you know, folks who are watching Ellen in the midday. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then you got folks who are going out at night. And then you got folks who are the parents of the folks. You know, it's just like a wide well, range and, of different kinds of And ages members. too. You've yeah. got, you've got, you do have a lot of kids there, a lot of girls lot and of boys. Kids, right. And you have people that are in their 60s and beyond. Right. You know, it's really kind of all over the place. And his his task, basically, from management, uh, Pink's manager, was like, we want this to really be classic rock, classic hip hop. Yep. That's the style. And yes. it's really doing well. And everyone's singing along. Mm-hmm. And sometimes uh, he's got more energy than some of the opening artists who actually perform original music yeah. before her, which has been kind of fun to watch yeah. unfold. So as this happens at the Pfizer, if you have to think about, this is a guy who grew up, you could get from the Pfizer to his mom's house in five minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, he's going to be playing in front of more people than I think is going to be at any other Milwaukee artist show all year long. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be playing for, you know, 15,000 plus or something right, like that. Right. I mean, it's 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 really nuts. And I think he'll do a great job kind of getting the crowd amped up. He did great at that Summerfest set, you know, a couple of years ago. I really remember that. That you just said, well, he really puts a lot into his craft. And we talked about how, like you said, uh, he does better than some of the opening acts. I've noticed this kind of trend where uh, there's been a few tours that have come through where they do have these DJs. Yes opening uh, at these big arena shows yeah. Metallica was this kind of like a basically a DJ set with Jim Brewer kind of doing a couple of jokes and things right. uh, but it was basically just like a listening party almost to get ready for Metallica and Justin Timberlake did the same kind of yep. thing and Chris Young did the same thing with this country DJ yes. um, this is kind of like I think this will be a growing trend and he is doing it already with one of the biggest touring stars in the world I think this really bodes well for him in his future I think he does such a great job getting an arena crowd amped up I can only see him doing this over and over and over again for large audiences around the world if, if not for Pink also for others exactly We, uh, I was talking to Tyrone Abizan about this because we're also very close and connected to Tim and uh, I mean, he's been literally practicing for this gig his whole life I mean this mm-hmm. is how Tim has always found a way to mix together something like ACDC and Most Deaf yeah. you know these things that you don't think should work and a lot of flack people have been jumping on this bandwagon of DJs are not artists and I think that kind of started with the Dead Mouse thing the mm-hmm. space bar DJing that yeah. you know became so popular six seven years ago right but this is the exact opposite and 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 he, Tim and I have talked about this it's really hard for a DJ to define their own style and sound when every song they play is not their song yeah and he is like a Z trip or a DJ Jazzy Jeff who is defining a style and a unique approach 
playing other people's music and no one you could give me you could give kenny perez you could give dj Bizon the same set list yeah we won't play it the same way kid cut up yeah, does yeah, and yeah. kid cut up's way is the way that got him this gig and it's the yep. way that's continuing to rise his status yeah it's it should be great so you know if you're going to that pink show get there early to check out his yeah. set too don't just show up for, for pink. no no get there early it's gonna nice be a, a fun a fun night all night Well, we thank you for joining us for Tapped In. That's what we do. We talk about the artists that are coming into our city and the artists that are coming from our city. Tapped In is produced by Kenny Perez. Our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab. With support from you, our members, we thank you for what you do for us to support this podcast. Check out RadioMilwaukee.org, click on the orange heart, and find out how you can become a member. And don't forget, you can always keep up with Piet online as well. Yeah, go to jsonline.com slash music. And again, we'll have that. uh, You can see the Kid Cut Up story there and the Pink Review. We'll have full coverage of the Pink Show. All right, we'll see you next time for Tapped In. See you next time. I remember conversations. We were dancing up on tables, taking pictures when we had nowhere to post. You were laughing, I was crying. We were dancing, we were dying. Sometimes I don't know how we walked away. If I'm honest, what I liked were the things we didn't know. Every morning, every night, I'd be beating down your door just to tell you what I'm thinking, but you already Can we pretend that I'm 22 today, dancing on the tables with you?